3: Armstrong and it. The
0: birthplace
1: of talk
3: radio. I all these idiots
0: and fools and jackasses on radio. What an
3: introduction that
0: was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better.
3: Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah.
1: It's such a bizarre
2: world. Yeah. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This is the United States military. You will not penetrate this country. You will not get past Jump Street. You're not going to come in here and kill additional Americans.
0: This is Ed McMahon. And now, he.
3: Armstrong and Getty. Getty.
2: Getty. Live from Studio C. in si, senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody, today, tutelage of, uh, it's a little Friday, right? Thursday? We're under the tutelage of our general manager.
3: The national, nay, international crisis. The challenge... That has brought us all together. I speak of O.J. Simpson. It is time O.J. Simpson is dealt with again. What does that mean? The time has come for O.J. to be gone. To be wiped off the planet. Or at least put somewhere. Again. Juice. Juice. So what did he do? He didn't. Well, Jack, you no, didn't, didn't do that. He didn't do that. No, okay. No, no. Okay. Jack, I'll just give you a hint. I don't want to give it away until we play the tape.
2: All right. But OJ's been watching The Tiger King. Oh,
1: gotcha. Uh huh.
2: <laughs> and OJ has some theories he'd like to share with he, you. He said something you didn't like. He hasn't. Uh... Not again. No. Oh, okay. No, okay. no, 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 but he's
3: just. He OJ'd again. Come on, Come on, Juice. Come on, Juice. It's like you're not even the. No, it's like you're exactly like the Juice. Awesome. The obnoxious O.J. Simpson, who barely beat out Nicholas Maduro as our general manager this morning. Okay,
2: and Nicholas Maduro, who is that?
3: He is the uh, fat, idiot king of Venezuela, who's, uh, with his uh, late buddy Chavez, run a beautiful, prosperous country right into the ground with socialism. And why was he almost the general manager? He's uh, he's teetering. Uh, According to one learned listener, his uh, regime has hours, not days. Now... Predicting the end of Maduro's regime is a lot like predicting the end of the pandemic or the Dodgers' next World Series title. It's uh, it's a difficult art.
2: And does it have anything to do with the uh, the coronavirus or is it unrelated? Uh, it's
3: it's mostly unrelated, actually. Okay. But there's all sorts of stuff going on in uh, Venezuela, which we cared about there for a a, a hot minute. I just heard that a, a year a, ago. When was that? About yeah. a year ago.
2: I I just <coughs> heard that. Um, a big uh, plane full of stuff from Russia landed in New York, like masks and ventilators and stuff. Yeah, what's going on with that? Pooter trying to be nice, or what well, why? He too- doesn't do anything out of the kind. Of, there's no such thing as the kindness of his heart. Right, that would be my. He has none. <laughs> that would be my assumption about him. There's no. There's. There's no such thing as you know. We've got a lot of differences, but this is a tough time. I don't. Here's that. one for you. So what's he up to?
3: The brutally low oil prices are decimating his economy, and he needs a friend. Could be. I mean, like most guys of his ilk, uh, when you have the cards, you push hard, and when you don't have the cards, all of a sudden you're a nice guy.
2: Yeah, it's We have a gecko at home. My uh, my youngest has a gecko as a pet. I can't wait to see where this transition goes. And I like I like watching that. Is it thing. a Russian gecko? <laughs> I like watching that thing. And uh, about the only time you really see much activity out of it is when you feed him either crickets or uh, worms. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, watching that thing, I'm I'm always thinking about just. He's got nothing going on in his brain. Just, I'm hot or cold. I'm hungry or not. Is that something I'm afraid of? Time to make baby lizards, maybe yeah. once a year. Maybe However maybe lizards that. breed. I don't even know. And
3: I'm fascinated. How do they by- do it? And I'm fasc- lizard
2: style. And I just f- turned on my headphones. Are you talking about me? <laughs> 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 and I'm fascinated by people who are like that. Hilarious. And uh, and Putin and and people I've known, unfortunately, in my life. Seem to be like that too, sociopath type folks. I guess uh, that's being a sociopath or a psychopath. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just on a you know, a moment by moment <laughs> basis. Is this going to help me or hurt me? Does this make my life better or not? Right. Does this get me food or sex or money? Yeah. Um. <laughs> there, there are no other like extraneous. There's certainly no moral, or this guy was nice to me once, or there's just none of that. And I think Putin's like that. I think he's like a lizard, and it just he's got a very simple approach mm-hmm. and for some reason he thought sending a plane load of ventilators and masks was going to help him get more food money or sex i don't know which yeah i'm no uh psychopath
3: but a, a day where you get all three of those is a good day food money and sex yeah yep that's a
2: that's a strong day that is you got to go to bed that night and think hey chuck one up for me
3: really ought to keep a diary yeah
2: I mean, just to remember those days. Oh,
3: I remember Tuesday, April 7th. The, hard,
2: the hardest one, at least in uh, modern America, I think, for, for most men, is the sex part. I mean, that's the least. Like, you're probably going to get food and money most of your days. Uh, yeah, most technically days. speaking. I, I guess I mean extra money. You oh, okay. Know, pennies from heaven. That gotcha. sort of thing. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad, and then throughout the show, we'll catch you up on what's going on in the world. I just heard on the news that the notorious RGB, Ruth Gator Bader Ginsburg, RBG. Yes. Uh, The Supreme Court justice is still working out at the Supreme Court gym twice a day, I think they said. Wow. Isn't she 140? Is that how old she is? And she's working out at the Supreme Court gym twice a day, but she is wiping down all the equipment with the very Clorox wipe I've got in my hand. There you go. Uh because I'm wiping this down from any miscreants that may have been in here overnight or since yesterday. There's some people that work at radio stations. You can't even look at them. I mean, Oof. they're like ooze things. Uh, oh, they scatter
0: away when you do. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
3: oh, Lord. <laughs> Find them under rocks.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: Uh, pretty good. You know, something that has not been discussed really is haircuts Um, because we're all stuck inside and maybe for you know two months or whatever, uh, some stylists now that if you get your hair dyed or cut or whatever you do, they're sending their customers like step by step instructions and, and dye kits and say you can purchase one of these, I'm gonna give you instructions and here's how you can do your hair, here's how you can cut your hair. Yeah. And just there's gonna be some bad haircuts here pretty soon. Well we
2: did mention last week that we're about a month away from finding out what everybody's true hair color is because uh the the, the dye will have run out on all men and women. Guys you thought had a full head of black hair, oh, wait, hey, Jim, Mm. what's the deal there? Maybe 70s long hair will come back just because, you know. I'm still growing my corona beard, but it it stopped like two weeks ago. It just (laughs) will not go any longer. That's inching along. Don't give up, son. I got low T or something. I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) Tell me about it. There's positive <laughs> Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
0: Doing very well. I'm actually somewhat enjoying going through the uh, the reserves of, of food and stuff, realizing that hey, I still have things to eat. I don't need to make a run just to you know, so I can eat more cereal. I have mm. I have plenty of vegetables that I can that I can cook up, and you know, I've been my my rice cooker has really been my my saving grace in all of this. I love my rice cooker again. I don't know why I I stopped using it
2: for so long. Anti Asian bias?
0: Maybe it was. I, I was I was afraid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, although I'm now out of taquitos as well, but I think this is the first non-dairy food product that I've run out of. Um, but, uh, supplies are still good. Morale is high at Chateau Relaxo 2.0.
2: And, Morale uh,
3: is high. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> as long as the taquitos hold out. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I got I was at the grocery store yesterday. I'll have to talk about that later, but had the first time yesterday, and maybe this makes me a bad parent, but, uh, that it hadn't happened until yesterday, but we had our first, like, Serious talk with the kids about, uh, not wasting food and, uh, and, and, and that sort of thing. Huh. Um, and that's related to these times. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not, uh, the financial stuff. Just, okay. I was at the grocery store. Uh, I got the last bag of frozen strawberries just by accident. Oh, you can't just score. say, I don't feel like fruit smoothie today and it goes to waste. Those days are over. Yeah. Um, and a variety of other food products. Well, I was surprised at uh, upscale, always-stocked grocery store, there were quite a few things that were gonzo. What a beautiful micro-illustration of the
3: saying, the the, the truism, that hard times create strong people, or certainly more disciplined people. There it is. We can't go to the store. We're not going to go to the store. We're going to eat what's in front of us. We're not going to complain. We're not going to be picky. We're not going to be
2: self-indulgent. Right. It's just... It's as true as anything has ever been. Yeah. And uh, it's quite possible they were going to go through their childhoods anyway without that moment ever happening. Right. With, you know, their fortunate lifestyle. But Mm -hmm. it is upon us right now. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, April 2nd. Oh, I got to talk about the kids' April Fool's Day jokes yesterday. Those were pretty fun. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then, officially,
3: according to FCC rules and regulations at. Mark. So I think this is we're finally waking up to, or at least the D.C. elite are finally waking up to uh, the wages of the bargain that they've struck. And it's time that we fundamentally rethink our relationship with China and the world. It's time to start putting American workers at the front and not kowtowing any longer to the Chinese government.
2: One of several senators that's on the is our enemy train. I hope that continues. And grows, and I hope it becomes bipartisan. Right. More on that later. How's the mailbag look? Oh,
3: it's very nice. Uh, experiences from folks around the world. Wow. S- hints, if you're grocery shopping in <laughs> Spain, a helpful hint.
2: We are an international show, aren't we? Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's fun. It's cool. Or shows anybody with an internet <clears throat> connection, but <clears throat> we don't need to <laughs> yeah, say so,
0: that. so is Joe TV. Exotic Joe TV was a. Hey, he said, hey we're, we're
3: international. Hey, hey <laughs> speaking <laughs> of morale,
2: nothing. negative. Yeah, that's not helping anything. Yeah. Uh, so all that. Our text line is always four one five two nine five
1: KFTC. Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I just got back from the golf course where I actually played pretty well. Uh Now it's back at home, back to the couch, and back to television. Listen, I've had so many people on my case asking me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show, and oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched about six episodes of this show, and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people! What's with you
2: and wild animals?
0: Leave them animals alone! (laughs)
2: The show
0: is crazy.
2: Those people are crazy. But it's so
0: crazy, you kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is uh, Tiger Shishimi right now. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Take care. I
3: hope you find something better to watch. OJ Man. solving unsolved murders now. Juice. Of, of spouses.
0: Ah, how interesting. You guys see his tweet yesterday of I did it. Hashtag April fools. No. Yeah. This is
3: why we must come, come on, together as a nation and do something about OJ
2: Simpson. All right, quick headline. No depth. We'll give you depth in like five minutes. But last week's astounding unemployment number of three point three million that snapped people's heads around, it doubled this week. Numbers just out six point six million. More details. That that's just horrific. More details on that coming up. But not unexpected. Mailbag. Oof. Yeah, well, these experts in the Wall Street Journal said we thought it'd be bad, not this bad. That's
3: bad. Chief Dark Cloud over there I'm Captain Positive Oh
2: boy Good for you Mm -hmm. Good
3: for you Here's your freedom Loving quote of the day Continuing our series Of Thomas Sowell We actually had a request For a Benjamin Franklin tweet Uh, Not a tweet He didn't have a Twitter account Idiot That would have been impressive Um, If he
2: would invented Twitter Yeah yeah. (laughs)
3: Let's see Having discovered electricity What shall I do with it? (laughs) <laughs> um, but we'll, uh, we'll have Benjamin Franklin all week next week. I oh, I that. love it. I yeah. love
0: it. Ben Franklin week. I'm going to come and dress up.
3: Oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, socialism in general, says Thomas Sowell, has a record of failure so blatant that only an intellectual could ignore or evade it. Even countries that were once more prosperous than their neighbors have found themselves much poorer than their neighbors after just one generation of socialistic policies. Witness Venezuela. Uh, which we'll be talking about in a little while. It is teetering. Uh, Thanks, writes Chris. Just wanted to tell you how nice it is to hear you on the radio every day. Something still normal when so many things are not normal. Uh, For a lot of us out here, what you do is very much an essential service. Thanks for calling us normal, Chris. That is one of the few times in my
2: life that that I have been described as normal. Not a common thing I'm used to. Um, uh, Essential. An essential service. I hope so.
1: Also As nice there are
2: about 6.6 <clears throat> million people that thought they were essential last weekend, uh, apparently aren't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Rough. And, uh, yeah,
3: having talked to uh, a number of business people in recent days, well, we have an email on this topic, so I'll just chat up for the moment. Also, a nice note uh, saying uh, thanks for what you do from Tulsi, who's the second Tulsi I know after Gabbard. This is not Tulsi Gabbard. But That's a cool name. Note. And thanks for the emojis. They are so cute and so heartwarming. And for children. <laughs> I like Tulsi's name. It's, it's, it is, it's, cool. it's endearing, yeah. isn't it? I don't know why. Dear Jackie Joe, when you have this much free time on your hands, your mind wanders, writes Tom in San Jose. Can someone please tell President Trump and Vice President Pence to stop being in the same building with each other, much less standing within six feet, within six feet of each other at these daily updates? If they both get the virus, we could be looking at President Pelosi by May. <gasps> Shimony, an eighty year old Nancy Pelosi as president, if Trump and Pence go down.
2: Think about it. I want to talk about that press conference yesterday. They do have to uh they gotta they gotta rethink these. We gotta tighten that S up, you know?
3: Yeah. Uh sorry for the Frank talk, folks, but these are these are uh, times for Frank talk. <laughs> Another thought from Tom, one very critical thing this virus has done is show our enemies the playbook for the easiest and fastest way to weaken us. We need to be more vigilant. That's interesting, yeah. Um, bah, 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 bah. And given all the ap- uh, apocalyptic evidence in recent months, wars, locusts, fires, pandemics, Adam Schiff, are we looking at the second coming this Easter? Wow. I don't know. In today's types, you got to be excited. I uh, Love the show. Glad you're essential. Thanks, Tom. Nice to
2: hear from you. Is that a thing? People uh, thinking end this. Of times, well, he, I know the end of times has been a thing for yes. a couple thousand years. Yes, among uh, a, a large number of people. <laughs> Probably but, uh, since the beginning of times, the end of times has been a thing. Oh yeah, in some variety or another, but yeah. but uh, particularly around uh, Jesus and your that kind of um, brand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Easter time though, I didn't know that that was. I don't know if it is in particular. Yeah, I don't think
3: so. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there is a sect somewhere on Earth that every year believes this is the year. But uh, here's a nice note from DQ. My wife and I are on a few months vacation in Spain. What's that like? Uh, fortunately, we were staying in an Airbnb when lockdown went into effect, so we're allowed to stay. It's like a military state here. Cannot leave our small apartment except to go get food. Police constantly patrol the streets asking why you are out. They even checked my grocery bag and said I did not buy enough food to warrant leaving. Uh, good news is the streets are dead here in
2: downtown Granada. Well, so are a lot of people. They had 900 deaths yesterday. That's about what we had in the United States, and they're a much smaller country. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, let's see. There's hardcore physical distancing going on. I ho- He's afraid the U.S. gets at least as many cases and deaths. Uh, example is some laws being enforced here. You cannot drive two people in the same car, even if you live together. Cannot wow. walk your dog for more than that.
2: So even my wife and I couldn't drive in the car together. What do they have a timer on you?
3: I have to go to the closest grocery store. Receipt and proof of address is required. Wow! Cannot leave the city limits. There are road bo- blocks in place all over the the place.
2: I'd have to go to the Safeway.
3: Wow! How interesting, DQ.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. So I do want to get to, at some point, hashtag film your hospitals. Are you familiar with this movement? No. Uh, that's something. We do have to talk about that. But the, the news that broke early today... Uh, The number of people applying for unemployment. So, you remember last week, the number hit uh, the world uh, at 3.3 million, and everybody said, holy crap! I mean, you looked at the graphs of history, and And not only was this unprecedented, which is a very popular word, it wasn't even in the realm of unprecedented. I believe it was four times higher than the previous high. It was like if your kid has an unprecedented fever. It's 206. (laughs) (laughs) That's high. It's just nobody even knew that was possible. Yeah. And that's what we had with 3.3 million last week. Well, this week we get 6.6 million. for For a total of about 10 million in two weeks. So read a little bit from the Wall Street Journal for you, which this is just absolutely amazing. Uh, they, they expect 20 million jobs to be lost by the end of April. Uh, at this rate, obviously, that will happen quite easily. We didn't see this in the global financial crisis. We didn't see this in the Great Depression. There's been a total decimation of consumption. Yeah. This is unprecedented, even in the sorts of things you study from a hundred years ago in your history class in school. Right. That is, uh, that, that, that doesn't even fit into the mold. States indicated people from a wide array of industries, including restaurants, retail, trade, and construction, sought unemployment benefits, showing the toll from the coronavirus is gripping a growing share of the U.S. economy. It's sort of a double whammy, says one expert in the Wall Street Journal, that we're expecting the biggest layoffs to occur for the type of worker it's going to be the most painful for. In other words, people that can afford it the least are the people that are most likely to be losing their jobs right now. Right.
3: you can't work remotely on a construction site or a loading dock or, you know, a
2: thousand other blue-collar, uh, you know, professions. Or, yeah, serving food in a restaurant. If right. Sure. Great example. Uh, although claims are at record highs, some Americans across the United States have been unable to successfully apply because of an unprecedented level of claims is overwhelming the labor departments and states' websites, jamming up phone lines all across the country. So the number is almost certainly quite a bit higher. Well, it's definitely higher. Oh, yeah. Who knows how much higher? Yeah. All these people that can't get in because you go down there to uh, apply and there's a line around the block and the website's stalled and the phone doesn't ring. So 10 million people in two weeks. Kaboom. So now this would be, if you eliminate last week, 10 times the previous record from the early 80s. I think it was 600,000. Was that right? Uh, Yeah. High sixes, I think. Yeah. Ten Low times
3: tough. the previous record. <laughs> oh, boy. It's
2: just, it's just you can't even wrap your head around
3: it. Oh, boy. You know what? I hate to even hit you with this, but here's a tip, a pro tip. Jack, you just mentioned it in terms of applying for unemployment or if you need to talk to an airline or a hotel or you have to do any sort of business with anybody to do with canceling or what have you. Plan on being on hold. For a nightmarish length of time, have a book, have your iPad, have your, uh, you know, Tiger King queued up and ready to go or something. Uh, we've gotten a number of stories, and I've heard a number more uh, through the airwaves, of people on hold uh, for three hours with an airline.
2: Just to talk to a human being. Trying to, what are these people trying to do? Because well, not very many people are flying. but Oh, various,
3: yeah, it's cancellations and refunds and, and that sort of thing. The things you call airlines for. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the government, oh, the IRS, I guess it's people with questions about the refunds and all, just, just seriously, have a camp out in your backyard. Call it a camp out. You're actually waiting for the IRS to pick up the phone, maybe uh, barbecue you some burgers up and go paddle a canoe for a while with your Bluetooth in. <clears throat>
1: this
2: is, you know. Anybody who tells you where this is going, of course, is a, a completely guessing. Because one thing about unprecedented events is you've got no precedents for how it unfolds. Come again? <laughs> I mean, you just you, there, there, there. Are no, there are no formulas you can right. plug the numbers into. Sure, sure. And then add
3: the uncertainty of the science involved. And this is, in large part, a scientific problem. <clears throat> and uh, it's just an enormous amount of guesswork. Speaking of guesswork, and, and we'll get to, into this a little more thoroughly in a bit, but um, the University of Chicago economists, and they're my favorite ones. They're the sane ones. They're not the Paul Krugman lunatic variety. Um, they say preventing the coronavirus deaths through all this social distancing and all is probably worth $8 trillion. To the United States, that's a
2: good way to put it. Put a number on it so people can, uh, you know, argue from a from a from a point of fact.
3: Right. Yeah. Now, man, you talk about a back and forth. Well, we got to balance health versus economics. Well, economics is health, and obviously, health is economics. And if
2: you're going to say anything like, "What is a human life is worth?" I'm going to have to walk out of the room.
3: Well, I can actually give you the specific figure if you'd like. (laughs) But anyway, they think no. If we don't depends on the human. If we <clears throat> don't do this, it'll cost us $8 trillion. All this stuff that's costing us trillions of dollars. So I, I guess, you know, the, the classic economic model would be if we spend $1 less yeah. saving people than we would have spent losing them, then... We come out ahead economically. Well, I'm not, not that. Not to mention the human souls. Yeah, I'm
2: not that cold and calculating.
3: No, but something to occupy your time while you're on hold with the IRS, <laughs> thinking about these things.
2: So, as recently, they're quoting, um, uh, you know, the smartest economists out there in the Wall Street Journal. These people studied in their whole lives. They probably got, uh, you know, boats and uh, all kinds of stuff because they're so good at this. A <laughs> Ooh, month ago, the boated class. A month ago, a lot of these people thought we could avoid a recession. Today, it's just like, you know, n- no, the, the only question is, are we in a depression already? Mm. And it just hasn't been registered, the whole <clears throat> recession question. But as recently as a month ago, they got the quotes here. People thought, you know, there's still a way maybe we can get out. That's how quickly this has come upon us. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. It is
3: astounding. <clears throat> I'd like to look at the headlines from six, seven weeks ago. And, I mean, it, it would seem like the, the Titanic sinks, you know, and. Hoover reelected, you know, that sort of thing.
2: But yeah, I don't want to. just seems forever ago. I don't want to go there with impeachment, and I certainly don't want to get into the game. Oh, I of, knew. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't want to get into the game of blaming Nancy or Trump or any of that stuff. You know, let historians work that out when this is over. I, I am definitely in the class of people who say, now is not the time for that conversation. Um. Well, I was looking at some of Tom Cotton's tweets. The Senator Tom Cotton, who's a
3: real China hawk. He's my, uh, my guy on China. Um, and I have him here, I'll dig him up, but um, at the very, very dawn of the coronavirus thing, he was yelling, howling, this is a disaster in the making, China's going to send this to us, we got to do something, to do something.
2: Him and Tucker Carlson. Tucker was the first <laughs> one that was like really screaming about this, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, what? Well, Jeez, dude, lighten up, there's a lot of other stuff in the news every night with the Wuhan virus, and this was like, you know, early January. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah for whatever reason he recognized. I was listening to a good podcast yesterday with some reasonable people talking about how um, you can't blame all kinds of uh, sectors... For not taking this as, ser- as seriously as they did. it's It doesn't make you an idiot or a bad person. How many times have we heard the harem scarum of the H1N1 or the bird flu or this or that, and it turned out in, the, in retrospect to be a kind of a nothing. And mm-hmm. th- there was no reason really to think this was going to be much different unless you were really digging into it. Right. Um, right.
3: Well, there's the hazard of the news media behaving the way yes, they do.
2: That's the classic cry wolf thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh. and here we are.
2: Oh. <clears throat> 6.6 million people file, filing for unemployment in one week. Well, probably a whole bunch more that would like to but they couldn't get a couldn't get through the uh, website or whatever. Right, right. Well, and listen,
1: Holy I don't want to crap! A... <clears throat> it's just yeah, what, how we have, hmm?
3: well, and and listen, I don't want to be the voice of doom all the time, number one, because nobody wants to listen to that. It it will cascade, though. It will it will definitely get worse before it gets better, just because all of those people laid off were buying products and services from other people who are not yet
2: laid off. How many of those people aren't going to make their car payment mm-hmm. or pay, make their credit card bill? or They're certainly not going to go out to eat and buy stuff like you're just saying. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, got a nice note, very uh, informed note from a, a gent in the clothing business. Who said he's it's sports sportswear like literally for you know recreation and he said no he, nothing's selling, we can't ship we've got enormous overstock and uh, so their orders then for fabrics and and labor and the rest of it are are on suspension. He said probably a year or so because they they literally had to stop doing their business and they have all of their inventory. Hmm. And so, yeah, the people who work for them and the people who work for those people are going to be a bit screwed for, he thinks, a year. And I hope he's right. I hope it's just a year. Right. Yeah. So, again, the push and pull is you cannot restart an economy or a business like a car. It doesn't work that
2: way. That was Trump's argument yesterday when somebody asked him about shutting down the airlines. And he said it wouldn't be that easy to get them started back up again. Oh no!
3: I, I actually I talked to a pilot last night about that very thing, and he he echoed uh, the president. He said, it doesn't does not work that way. You can't just, you know, hangar a fleet as big as the airlines and send all the people home, then get started again. It would take and a then, long time. And then rehire everybody. Uh, <sighs> reassemble crews and, and and reassign people yeah
2: reestablish just, fuel connections for for where the fuel's coming from and how it gets there and who's driving the trucks because all that would disappear right right they'd have to find something else to do yeah so again spending trillions to save
3: trillions i uh, i don't appreciate you know all the theft and corruption and graft and the rest of it but welcome to uh government
2: I do want to tell you, let's crack
3: down on it and prosecute it wherever we find it. I'm not
2: going soft on this stuff. I just uh, I got enough to stress about Joe's going soft. Oh, boy. I do want to talk about coming up. If you haven't heard this, this is kind of your uh, your fringe group. Some of you are listening right now. I know because you text hashtag film your hospital. Are you into that? And why
3: uh, am I filming my hospital?
2: Number one, it doesn't move. It just sits there. It's an enormous building. You're building the case for the conspiracy. And uh, all right, and more stuff that's going. Can't on. wait
3: to hear that. And, um, and let I, us I, I, because I'm over here. I'm like a child. I'm you child. You child. I'm naive. I'm an idiot. My hospital. God knows what it's doing behind my back.
2: Let us know what's going on in your world with uh, our text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
1: Strong and
3: Getty show. There's a chance that the
2: Tour de France might get cancelled.
3: Not because of the virus, because after two months at home, no one wants to be seen in spandex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Yeah, so uh, Wimbledon was canceled yesterday. Uh, not a surprise. I didn't. I don't expect any big sporting events to happen, right, for quite a while. Uh, does anybody? No, I
3: just saw an interview with a basketball player. I was, oh, that's right. Yeah, basketball. That's a thing. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen this year. No. Uh, yes, it was one of the lightest April Fool's days, obviously of all all time, for a whole bunch of different reasons, including a lot of people aren't in the mood to be uh, joked with. Right. Hey, thanks for putting a spider in my chair. Fantastic. Uh, do I still have my job and is my wife sick? Yeah. Funny. Hilarious.
3: I'm going to toy with my emotions because they're super healthy right now.
2: One I saw making the rounds that uh, hooked me briefly was in uh, this change state by state. Uh, it seems it was is your your state governor saying, Governor has announced that all students will redo next year. Um. You'll have to redo the grade you're in currently because you missed the school. And I thought, oh crap, you've got to be kidding! Then I'll wait a second. Yeah, nineteen year old seniors. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was an April Fool's joke that made the rounds. Now my kids, I got home and they were just giggling their heads off. Oh boy, they couldn't wait. Mm, something is afoot. They just yeah, it's funny <laughs> when kids do stuff and it's just uh, their ability to hide it is uh, not that that's good. Great. Oh, they were so amused. And so they 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 just kept giving me hints, look this direction, no, look toward the living room. you don't see it, you don't see it, and they just couldn't stop laughing, but uh what <laughs> they had replaced pictures in all our picture frames that we've got on the bookshelves, oh. so like the picture of uh Henry was Elvis, and the picture of <laughs> Sam was uh Patrick from SpongeBob. but the oh, better boy. one was the uh the the picture of uh Laura and I from our honeymoon. <laughs> was trump and melania <laughs> very funny
3: <laughs> well played boys
2: well played i thought that was pretty funny uh, uh, and then they also cut out a uh, they got these ideas from the internet but uh, they cut out a picture <laughs> of a uh, cockroach pretty big size cockroach Durr. and so it's just the paper and then you put it inside a lampshade and it looks exactly like a big cockroach oh. crawling in your lamp which yeah. mom did not think it was funny uh the (laughs) film your hospital crowd does not think any of this is funny i don't know if you're familiar with hashtag film your hospital i'll get to that in a second it kind of fits in with this a little bit anyway this kind of person a port of los angeles locomotive engineer tried to crash his train into the big hospital ship yesterday i don't know if you saw that what it's really hard to crash a train into a ship yeah that's unclear on the concept yeah 44 year old Eduardo Moreno told investigators that he intentionally derailed the train at full speed Tuesday because he thought that giant Mercy hospital ship that y'all saw on the news, or maybe you went down to the dock to see it, might be there as part of a government takeover. Not to help the coronavirus crisis, ABC reports. Oh, they gotta test that guy for schizophrenia. He said he wanted to wake people up and knew the crash would attract media attention. I'm awake. The uh, train smashed through several barriers before coming to a halt around 250 yards short of the hospital sh- uh, ship. No, so, he no injuries, thank God. He thinks the government
3: is invading the country. They're here already. <laughs> um, I mean, he, yeah, I got bad
0: news for you. <laughs> they'd have
3: to leave to invade.
2: <laughs> you only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. Now they will, he told investigators. Now, normally we don't amplify crazy people's. Right. Thinking. But the only reason I bring that up is it kind of fits in with this whole film your hospital thing. Hashtag film your hospital, which trying to nail down where it started, I'm not exactly sure. But it is a cottage industry of coronavirus truthers who are out there who are going around filming the hospital and then posting it on Twitter to show how empty your hospital is. And that this is all a hoax and is made up by the government to do what? Um, uh, it depends, you know, it kind of varies from person to person a little bit about what the goal is, but it is all made up. It is believed to have started now. I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, perhaps with Todd Starnes, who is a friend of ours, uh, personally a friend of ours. He, um, he, he went around to a couple of New York hospitals and posted on his Twitter feed that, Hey, it's not busy here. I don't know what people are talking about with the coronavirus in New York, but look at these two hospitals. And it took off, and now people all across the country are doing that, and it's building into a movement of, see, this is all phony. That is Candace Owens, so odd. Candace Owens, who we did a speech with uh, fairly recently, she's a big thing, and uh, certain media um, seems to be amplifying this also. Really? To a certain extent.
3: Boy, the conspiracy is incredibly successful and widespread. I mean, the number of nurses and doctors I've heard from personally. And
2: countries, uh, practically well, every country in the world is on board
3: right finally we have international cooperation the u.n should be so lucky as the conspirators have the worldwide conspiracy to something or other take away our rights i i'd imagine and and you know i'm a libertarian nut job and and i still think that's ridiculous um that's that's amazing yeah hashtag there are, film
2: your hospital go to go to search on that hashtag tons of videos of people saying this is my local hospital as you can see nothing is going on here right yeah
3: places where it's not bad it's not bad and everybody's cut back on uh, what do you call it voluntary procedures uh, optional procedures there's a word for that hello and does elective matter. elective thank you uh, optional is a better word uh, anyway uh, uh yeah They've cut back on all that stuff. They're asking people not to come to the hospital unless they're really sick, and they're they're getting ready for the thing. But that's that's amazing. If you're part Just, of this... Uh, you know, I, I, we used to describe this show as a trip to the human zoo, and we would show you the different sorts of people and the things they do. Well, That's a great exhibit at the human zoo right there. I'd stand there and read that plaque top to bottom of that animal.
2: Trains follow tracks. He is one of the problems with that yeah.
3: hole. And boats, unlike trains... Usually float in water.
2: (laughs) So trains, unlike boats, are almost entirely on land. Right. And the whole uh, track thing is. uh, Well, he he,
3: he tried intentionally. uh, Yeah. He thought he could get up enough
2: speed that it would derail and fly into the boat, I guess. over the water sinking the boat and then ending this whole thing because that's what we would have done if he had sunk that boat if he had been successful they would have shut down that they would open all the businesses up and the whole corona thing had gone away
3: right and the boat would have gone back to it was already in the country again
2: hey if you're uh, if you're of this crowd or like adjacent to it enough what is the argument what is the belief that is happening here because i haven't been able to quite nail that down
3: yeah, you, you can email it if you'd like, mailbag at com. That's mailbag at com. or if you'd like to uh, text instead, 415-295-KFTC.
2: Is it a government takeover or taking away our guns, or is it the global, you know, the, the Zionists, or which, which brand is it that's a... Mm, Bilderberg Group. Behind this whole conspiracy. The
3: Illuminati.
2: Yeah. Haven't heard from them for a while.